Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When did you know tonight was going to be like extra amped, Draymond? About five minutes after game one. I have to send a message. If I'm not sending a message, then who's sending that message? Draymond Green, he's going to wreak havoc. He embraces being the villain, and without him, we're not the Warriors. You got to be about what you talk about. I take pride in that. Here's Jalen Rose. I am David Jacoby. We are Jalen and Jacoby. What is it that we do? We get it, people! Jalen Rose, Draymond Green had his impact all over Game 2 and brought the Warriors the win. And Ime Doka, head coach of the Celtics, talked about how they may respond. Let's say be who you are. And if you want to ignore, ignore. If you engage, engage. Do what you do. Be who you are. And um, the main thing is to continue to stay composed. And with us, I don't think it's the talking as much. I mean, it's the physicality that they brought that was noticeable. And... At times, you know, talking about the first Milwaukee game where the adjustments Miami made were to try to be more physical. And so uh, we know, obviously, what, that's what Green does. And it tries to kind of bleed over into the team. But for us, it's, it's to be who you are. I told him if I was a player or who I was, I'd probably get a double technical immediately. But that's not everybody. And so do what you do and block it out or, or meet physicality, physicality with physicality. If I was a player, I would probably get a double technical immediately. That's what the head coach of the Celtics said. How do you expect the Celtics to respond to Draymond's antics? I want to get physical, physical. (laughs) I want to get physical. It's the NBA Finals. And for those that have not been fortunate enough to play on this stage, every role for each teammate matters. And if you put Draymond Green's stats up on the screen other than his assists, they're not eye-popping. He had more altercations than he had field goals. This is his job for the Golden State Warriors, to be an irritant, to be an enforcer in a modern-day game where you can't play as physical. That's what Eme is talking about. Eme didn't say, I would get, uh, I, I would flagrant foul Draymond Green. He didn't say lose your discipline. He said, I would probably get a technical foul. What did that mean? That means you got to match his intensity. That's what that means. And if he's the aggressor, his team usually wins. Now, that's going to be the adjustment for the Celtics. But let me tell you the main adjustment that's going to happen. The refs ain't going to allow it this game. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Like, I, like, I've been telling you since the beginning of time, and they hate when I say this. Officials officiate situations, players, time, and score. They do. Their first quarter calls and fourth quarter calls. Yep. Is it a block? Is it a charge? Is it a travel? I saw a defense of three seconds a series ago. So, like, one of those things 
could have easily got Draymond A attack, B a double tech, and obviously C ejected from the game. But they know what you and I know. If you take Draymond Green out of the game, at the end of the game, whoever wins, now we're going to be talking about the refs, yep. not talking about the players. But in this game, it's already out there. You He's got, got a tech already. One, what, what, what is it? A, a They're going to give him a tech like, getting off the you bus. Got, you got getting your off the bus He's, already. They're giving him a tech getting off the bus. He's going to have a tech before the game even starts. He's going to have a tech at the jump ball. Like, like he, I guarantee you Draymond Green gets a technical foul in this game just for time served in the last game. Absolutely. Him getting a cut, him, him getting a tech for time served is the equivalent of making sure I got a crisp cut and my twisty are right tonight. <laughs> Can we address the bonnet? Hair day. Can we address bad, the bonnet, Auntie Jalen? It's, it's, a, it's a bad hair day. You know what I'm saying? Like, I have real hair. You know what I mean? People that have hair know what this is. You know what's up. I'll, I'll make sure I make some more stylish ones. But you know what ends up happening? Jacoby, you know when I do it, it gets copied. When I wear a tie pin, when I wear a hoodie under a blazer, it's going to get copied. And so, again, but in all honesty, about Draymond Green, I agree with you, family. He will have one technical getting off the bus for time served. But he did what he needed to do. That was the must-win game earlier in this series. They couldn't lose two games at home and then go to Boston in the NBA Finals and win a championship. Why? Because a team down 0-2 after losing both teams at home in the Finals has never won the championship. So he was playing desperate. Well, it was interesting to hear Ime say, be who you are. If you want to ignore it, ignore it. If you don't, embrace it and engage. And that tells me that at least Steel someone wearing Steel. green is going to embrace it and engage. It seemed to me that Ime was sort of enticing his team even to engage with Draymond Green. Do you think that's the case? Yes, but let me tell you what a veteran in the NBA Finals does. And put those altercations back up there and play them if you can. The one that he's having with Jalen Green... Marcus Smart is going to behave different tonight because when Draymond Green was in an altercation with Jalen Brown, Marcus Smart went and held back Draymond Green. Watch this. Watch this, dog. This was going to change tonight. See, that's what's going to change tonight. It's not going to be hold Draymond Green back tonight. It's going to mm. be I'm in an altercation with him just like Jalen Brown is. And the physicality of the game is something I appreciate because that's been taken away from the game so much. And so, again, for how physical you can be in today's game, Draymond Green serves as, a, as an enforcer for the Golden State Warriors. Jalen, we talk so much about Draymond, we talk so much about Steph, and we talk so much about Jordan Poole, but one person that we don't talk that much about, which has had a huge impact on this Warriors postseason, is Andrew Wiggins, and Steve Kerr talked about him. Wiggs has shown, uh, since we've had him the last couple of years, that uh, he can be an excellent defender. He's got great size, length, athleticism, and uh, I think uh, over the last couple of years, he's just gotten more and more attentive. Um, he's just gotten more on edge and, and uh, ready for what's coming next. Uh, I think part of it is just playing with with Draymond and, and Steph and Clay, and, and you know, playing with guys who've who've been around. Uh, Championship basketball and, and them really imploring him to uh, 
to be that guy for us because we we desperately need needed that. So you know when Wiggs recognized that was the role that was needed, um, you know he he really locked in and, and got better and better. Jalen, do you expect Andrew Wiggins to sort of break out offensively? He has impacted the series defensively, but do you expect him to get some buckets in Game Three? If the Golden State Warriors are going to win the championship, you're going to have different games where people, not a splash brother, have 20 points. Mm. And so in the previous game, Jordan Poole was trending in that direction. And you're going to need Wiggins to also do that at some point in this series. But I want to address what Steve Kerr also said. I talk to you all of the time about players being in the lead because of their skill or their will. And we just talked about Draymond Green and Ime Udoka talking basically the same conversation. If this is what you do, then you uh, show your will against a Draymond Green. Well, a Wiggins got drafted number one overall. And when you get drafted number one overall, it ain't because of your will. It's because of your skill. So when he first came into the league, it was about scoring 20 points. That's what he was there to do. So now all of a sudden, you start in the All-Star game for the first time in your career as a member of the Golden State Warriors while the team is dealing with injury throughout the season with the Splash Brothers, with Draymond Green, and you earn a spot based on the voters, in particular overseas. He has some, 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 some young people, some young groups that really boosted you know, his voting status. But either way, he started in the All-Star game. But since then, he struggled. He struggled from the free throw line. He struggled shooting from three. And now he's able to ease himself back into a role, in particular started to break out against the Dallas Mavs. Playing against Luka, scoring offensively, but the world had a perception that he was locking down Luka, even though Luka averaged like 50% <laughs> shooting on him and averaged like 40 in that series. You know what I'm saying? And so now you carry that defensive intensity over to Jason Tatum, who they're like, like, alike in size, Wiggins is just as good of an athlete, just as rangy, and so he's up for the challenge. And I'm liking that matchup, but they will, to your question, need him to have a breakout game scoring if they're going to win the championship. Clay or Wiggins is going to have a big scoring game in one of these games and going to win the Warriors a game at some point in this series. Jalen, another one of the big stories, especially from Game 2, were the turnovers of the Celtics. 15 steals for the Warriors, 33 points off of turnovers for the Warriors. How can the Celtics address this problem in game three? All turnovers ain't created equal. And it's one thing when you dribble it off your foot or throw it in the stands. But two things happen when a team gets a steal. Number one, when I take the ball from you, I feel a sense of dominance. Take that, take that, give, give me that. That, think about when you steal the ball from somebody, what you say? Give me that, right? It's almost like when you block somebody's shot, what do you say? Get that out of here, right? So that's the first thing. The second thing, you see that open floor? You see that mm -hmm. open floor? Lights out, baby. You get steals. You now get a chance to play against a defense in retreat, and you have the greatest shooter three-point-wise that the league has seen in Steph Curry, along with a guy like Clay, that now gives them opportunities to get open threes in transition, but also gives the Warriors those layups that continue to, to, to that continue to um, hit you like jabs. Uh, and so you gotta take care of the ball if you're the Boston Celtics. Be strong with the ball. 
Jason Tatum and Jalen Brown off the dribble against the Miami Heat struggled with their turnovers. You yep. got to be stronger with the ball. You got to be more decisive with the ball. And I think the referees also are going to play a factor in how physical the game, as I mentioned earlier, is, is as well. Jalen, who is joining us after this very short break? Not only one of the greatest people to grace this earth, but the only human being to win player of the year and coach of the year twice in collegiate basketball, Naismith style. Don Staley is joining the program. Jalen and Jacoby is brought to you by Marvel Studios' Ms. Marvel, original series now streaming only on Disney+. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Coming to you live above the Heineken River Deck, Pier 17 in New York City. Welcome back to Jalen and Jacoby, Jalen Rose. We have the honor, the privilege of being joined Billy, by one of the most decorated up. athletes of all time. Forget basketball, forget men or women, one of the most decorated athletes and coaches of all time, Don Staley, <laughs> is joining us on Jalen and Jacoby. What's up, fellas? How y'all doing? We really doing appreciate well. you Thank taking you the time. Thank you so much for joining hey. us. The, the last image I have in my brain of you is the confetti coming down, taking the national championship, your second one as a coach for the South Carolina Gamecocks. Take us into that moment. Um, I, I was actually instantly tired. Like, you know, you, I mean, I felt myself coming down. Like, right, you know, right. as a player, you play these big games and, and it, it usually takes you a couple of hours for you to actually, your body to come down. I felt it like a, as soon as the horn sounded. I'm like, what just happened? Like, I'm, t I'm tired, like, but super cool. Like, to, to go wire to wire, to, uh, you know, to I, honestly, to beat UConn because you have to go through the standard. And the first time we won in 2017, we, we didn't play them, so, and everybody was like, yeah, that's not a legit championship. But but this year, I just thought the tables were, were set in a way for us to be super successful. And our, our players walked into that. Yeah. And they, they weren't going to be denied. Thank you for joining us, Coach. And like Jalen and Jacoby, you've been a, a terrific advocate for Brittany Griner and how she's been wrongfully detained for so very long in Russia. Can you just acknowledge your feelings about her situation? Yeah, I mean, I wear my I wear my pen every 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 single day. I post every single day, just try just trying to bring awareness to it, just trying to get people to empathize with what's happening, regardless of what you feel about her, regardless of you know whatever she wronged you or whatever. I mean, she's an American. She's a sister. She's a daughter. She's a wife. She's you know, she's an American. She's she's all of those things. And I, I I know Brittany for the past 10 years. I know her heart. I know what she's about. And 
we, we got to get more and more people locked into this, joining hands and all hands on deck to get her to get her home. I mean, we yeah. we need a feel good story. Trevor Reed was great. It was a great feel good story. We need more and more feel good stories about what's happening in our world because the, the mass shootings are just taking over and we, we don't want to get dumped to that. So Brittany getting her butt here back to the States will be a real feel good for, you know, the administration and, and the White House and, and, and everybody. Well, you've really turned around the program in South Carolina, improving record the first six years you were there. And then I don't know if you know, but over your right shoulder, you've got some hardware right behind you there. They, they <laughs> <laughs> what is it? How has the challenge changed from year one to all the success that you've had now? Um, I mean, the, the challenge now is you got NIL. So we're, you know, we're gonna we're gonna take the, the coach's title off and put the GM because we become GMs now uh, mm -hmm. because the name, image, and likeness is is part of conversations. It's part of how young people want to navigate this part of their life, the most transformational years of their life, and I, I think it's great. I'm embracing it. I'm trying to figure out how we get ahead of it. What's the next, you know, what's the next level thing to create? Uh, an atmosphere where our players feel like they're winning games, they're creating generational wealth, and they feel good about what's happening in their lives. And they're able to just handle all of those things because once they leave us, they would have been in a position to have to balance all of that stuff out. Money is just one of the other elements that they have that they have to navigate through and, and, and balance you know what? What is a full life for for young people? I didn't I didn't have this much stuff when I was younger to, to deal with. I just played basketball. I just went to school and didn't have to really worry about anything else. They got a lot on their plates, and we we as the GMs and the coaches are trying to help them navigate through all of that. I believe being a former point guard helps you understand that it's important to the players to profit off of their name, image, and likeness. What do you feel when you see coaches like Nick Saban who seem not to really have the open arms and embrace the name and image and likeness? Uh, I mean, it's it's different. You know, we're co coaches are creatures of habit. Athletes are creatures of habit. And we like things to say the same. And if but 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 at the same time. We are pivoters as well. If things aren't going right in the game, we got we got to pivot. We got to make moves. We got to make adjustments. And I just think coaches have to make the adjustment. I'm I'm young enough to really understand how how it all works. These these young people they want it all. They want it all. So being a point guard, I'm a I, I'm always going to be a point guard. You're a point guard, Jalen. You're a life point guard. That doesn't change. You see. You see beyond what's in front of you, and you try to navigate through the best way possible so so everybody feels good about what they're doing. If those 18 to 22-year-olds, and, and they're older now because they get a chance to stick around a little bit longer, if they're feeling good about themselves, they're going to make me look good. And I was always about the, the having the people around me do their jobs to the best of their ability, and it, it all comes back on me. And, and making me look good as a point guard, so I still have that mentality as a, you know, as a as a coach, and I'll just I'll continue that throughout my, you know, the remaining years that I have on this earth. 
I'm so glad you brought up looking good because when you're coaching, you always look good. She we saw you in the Louis during the tournament. <laughs> you always got the fashion going and people talking about it. What is your thought process in terms of getting your drip right before you coach? You, you know, I, I don't understand these people. They, people put the, the price tag on it like that. They they were about it. It was out there before <laughs> I could even check my phone. But I, I, I'm in a good place. Like I used to wear suits and heels and all of that, and that was so very uncomfortable. When the pandemic hit and everybody was going to a more relaxed look, um, that's how I like to look every day. Like I could wear like I wear sweats on the sidelines and. I feel really good about it. And now, you know, you can wear a, a varsity jacket and still look professional out in the court. Thank you for doing that because that's what I try to do in our profession. I don't want to look like a 90s guy that's working in the newsroom. You know what I'm saying? And so I appreciate you for doing that. But as I saw Becky Hammond ascend as a coach, I couldn't help but think about you. Would you consider coaching in the WNBA or the NBA? Um, I mean, I've, I've been asked that question. Like, there, there isn't like an ounce of me that that has the desire to go to the next level. I think my, you know, my my passion is for young people, and I guess I guess that both leagues are getting younger and younger and younger. But my passion is to to make sure that. Our league is in a good place. Like the WNBA needs great young people to keep it going. And I, I try to teach the history to our players. I try to get them to respect the game. I try to get them to actually look at the game because a lot of them don't even watch the game. So if they're not watching, they're, they're skipping steps. When, once they get there, they, they're not going to know how to navigate through taking our game to the next level. So it's more of just being a servant of the game and being a servant for young people. And um, if that itch comes to, to coach on the next level, I'm getting older. So if it hasn't come yet, I don't think it's going to come. <laughs> well, you seem to have done it all. Two-time Naismith Player of the Year, two-time Naismith Coach of the Year, six-time WNBA All-Star. But I want to talk to you about some other Four accolades. gold medals. Three-time gold medal winner as a player, one-time gold medal winner as a coach. What was that experience like putting on that USA uniform and coaching Team USA? And it's, it, it, I got two as an assistant coach, so I, I, I got six. Oh, hey, <laughs> oh, oh. oh. Take that, take that, take I'm that. I'm so sorry, coach. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean, I mean, when when you no no matter what happens in in our country, like we got the freedoms to speak about things, um, we got amendments to to abide by, um, and I know I say some things that that some people who are, you know, super patriotic, and I'm super patriotic myself, um, but when you wear the, the red, white, and blue, when you represent the United States in international play, there, there, is, there is something special about it. Like, it, it truly is because you're you're put on a pedestal or you're, you're put in a place where people don't like you just because you're an American. And to feel all of that, to feel that, and to go to, you know, go into an international tournament or, or, or game, we we take that on the court with us, and we, you know, we we play as one. That 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 is the only team. Seriously, I coach from 
the feeling that I that I got from playing with USA basketball. Like I coach you that I try to capture that feeling of one team, one goal, um, gold or bust. That is the mentality that I take in the coaching because it's it, it, it's not duplicated. I know you can win a you can win an NBA championship, you can win a WNBA championship, you can win a national championship, but the things that we have to deal with through that particular journey of that season, you don't with USA basketball. It's just we don't look at the stat sheet. We just hey, we got a job to do. Let's do it. Let's go get this gold medal. You know, let's let's enjoy the experiences that we created, and and. And, 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 and try to get people, try to get teams to duplicate that. But I, I've never been on a team that that I got that, that warm and fuzzy feeling that I do with uh, representing the United States. That's incredible. And you grew up in Philly. Unfortunately, your Sixers aren't in the NBA Finals. But it's tied 1-1, Golden State Warriors and Boston Celtics. What do you see happening for the rest of this series? Um, You know, I... I think Boston's gonna win it. Yeah. I do. Mm. There's, there's something like, there's something divine about it. <laughs> it's right. so, I mean, I love, I love Golden State. I love Steve Kerr. I got a chance to meet him in Japan. Uh, I love everything that he stands for. Um, but there, there's something about the Boston Celtics. And the Boston Celtics, they kind of look like the rest of the NBA. The Golden State Warriors are just head and shoulders above everybody else with the way they, they play basketball. That It doesn't look like it's an ever attainable to anybody else to play that way. And the Boston Celtics, they're grinders. They look like us. They're blue collar. They're grinders. Um, so it's, it's cool to see the, the two dynamics, but I, I just got a feeling that, that Boston's going to win. Coach Daly, you are welcome to join us again on Jalen and Jacoby at any time. It's such an honor and a privilege to have you. We appreciate your time yes. so much. Yes. We're taking the show to South Carolina to come represent. And I have to say one more thing before we get you out of here. Every time the Sixers job opens, people talk about Jay Wright. I have to ask you, would you consider coaching the Sixers? Hey, I, I, was, just, I was just up in Philly at the Rouge Picnic. And everybody in Philly always says, we want you as the coach. We want you. I, I mean, I got a heart and my, my skin isn't as thick as, as, as the coaches that have to coach in Philly because it is <laughs> super hard. And why I got the fight, MB, Joel B for MVP. I don't know how y'all, I don't know how they got it wrong. <laughs> you appreciate the, best, the coach. love, coach. Thanks a lot. Thank you so much. Thank y'all. Thank you. We'll be back with more right after this. It goes down tonight in Boston NBA Finals Game 3, Warriors, Celtics, 9 p.m. And don't forget, NBA Countdown at 8.30 p.m. where you will see Jalen Rose with another NBA Finals outfit. Nothing can be better than this look right here. And since you look like a psychic or like a tarot card reader, we're going to have you predict some things that will happen this <laughs> evening. We have some over-unders from this evening that we need Rose Stradamus in full Rose Stradamus apparel to give us. Steph Curry, over-under 28.5 points. I believe he had 29 in the previous one, didn't play in the fourth quarter. Steph Curry has been terrific scoring the ball. 
I say 28 and a half. He goes under on the road. I mm. think, as you mentioned, Clay or Poole takes some of the offensive load off of Steph, and frankly, the defense is just going to be better. He's been awesome offensively, but I say take the under on 28 and a half for Steph tonight. I had Steph over in the money line last game, and I am eating off of it. Draymond Green, over under .5 text. Guaranteed to get a tech. This is easy money over. right here. Rostradamus. He's already got a tech. Like, like, do you think the referees don't know the conversation around his antics? Do you think the referees don't hear the Celtics press conferences where they mention him and mention the calls? Every single player, every coach, the refs are giving him a tech the second he walks on the floor. I agree. He has it right now. He has a technical foul. He right already now. does. He already send does. A message, no doubt about. It. And the Celtics are going to be more aggressive towards him as well. Next. One of the big storylines, can Klay Thompson get cooking over under Klay Thompson, 19.5 points. Rostradamus, what happens? Yes, Klay goes oh. over. Klay goes oh. over. I, I think the Boston Celtics win tonight, but I think Klay goes over 19 and a half. Interesting. I have the Warriors taking game three. I can't wait for it. We'll be back tomorrow to talk about it. ESPN Thank 2, you. 4 p.m. Thank you. We always say we get the people that want part of that is doing podcast exclusive content for our podcast listeners. Jalen Anthony Rose. First of all, I just want to say what an absolute pleasure it was to have Don Staley on the program today. Podcast listeners get the full Don Staley interview. Yep. If you don't know, she is she's a bucket. Six-time yeah. WNBA All-Star, two-time Naismith Player of the Year. What, six gold six gold medals? Like, that's Michael six. Phelps. Six gold medals, coach of the year, two national championships. She wasn't shy about it. For the podcast listeners, she had the national championship trophies just right behind her at the crib in the Rings background. and things we sing about, she can bring them out. Jalen Rose got the Jada Kiss bus. Don Staley, Don Staley got the national championship trophies. <laughs> no doubt. I love, the, I love that the Jada Kiss bus, the, 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 the top five that are live buses on the show every day. Great job by you, Jalen Anthony Rose. Couple Thank things you, I want to family. discuss with you. Couple things I want to discuss with you. Number one, I need a pimple update. Oh, it's like eighty-five percent gone. I told you. Look. Okay. Yeah. We, got, we, got, we still got some work to do. Might, 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 might have to apply some toothpaste. Might have to apply some toothpaste. It'll be gone by tonight. Little, little, little toothpaste, little tea tree mask. You know, like nice little soap, steam. It, 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 and, and my suit tonight, oh my goodness. Oh, give us a little preview. We taking it easy again? So so in game one, that was more of my casino, you know, Rothstein. I just didn't want, I just didn't want to rock. <laughs> he said Rothstein, that's a great reference. That's a great reference. Thank you, family. I, I just didn't want to rock, you know, the, the glasses because those uh, Rothstein glasses, the oversized ones, they like, for me, go with like a different pant and a different shoe. And I'm not the former jock that likes to wear gym shoes with blazers. But I'll rock that again, not for TV. But that was like my, you know, for me, it's like my 70s fly. You know what I mean? And mm. then with the, with, the, with the cardigan, I wanted to go Mr. Rogers. I wanted to go old school. I wanted to show the range. You know what I'm saying? And tonight, tonight super fly. 
Give me a tease. Tell us, tell the podcast listeners what they're going to be let that look forward to. Game three, eight thirty countdown. CJ and Rose on Christmas Day in that family, rich, fresh style. Okay. Do you see Steph had the, had the, a similar um, a similar suit? Correct. I think that was game Industry one. Industry tastemaker family. This, this this is what we do. You know what I'm saying? And I'm a joke with Stephen A. I was watching first take today. I noticed he had his sleeves rolled up after he saw my sweater rolled up the other day. It's, it's what we do. And it's only, I gotta be seen, you know why? Nobody at this network has worked more days the last year, two years, three years, five years, 10 years than me. Nobody, 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 nobody. No sick days, no days off, Monday through Friday show. Nobody, nobody, nobody. So my looks will be seen. And tonight, well. whew, tonight is the night. I'm going 2022 tonight. So, so like the, 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 the I guess, I guess so, so, some of the old school stogies might not like it. And this is like, the, the, the great thing I love about all three of these looks, the person who liked my outfit game one probably didn't like it game two. And vice mm. versa. Tonight's gonna be the exact same thing, and I'm doing that on purpose. Well, excited about that, but nothing can top the look you have right now. The podcast listeners, I mean, if, if you're listening to this podcast, you're really missing out. I gotta take a picture of this for the for social. Just tell it, tell, explain to the people what is on your head. First off, if you're bald, and or you wore the same haircut the last thirty years, you don't even get a chance to address this conversation because you don't have hair. For people who have hair, there are good hair days and there are bad hair days. And since I'm gonna get a haircut today and I took a red eye last night, it's a bad hair day. Now I can show you my hair. It's just my twist laid down. That's all it is really, it's just my twist laid down. But I ain't fluff them up. I didn't condition them. Explain Here's to the people what up. you have on your head. Because they're listening to this it's right now. They can't see it. It's a bonnet. It's, it's a, it's, that, it's that's a, what it is. It's floral, called a bonnet. patterned bonnet. With, uh, it, uh, it looks sort of like, like a World War II army helmet mixed with like a very, very <laughs> loud curtain. That's what it looks like. <laughs> you know, like when you watch a Good Morning Vietnam, you know those little helmets they got? It looks like that. But like upholstered, like you went to like auntie's upholstery and got that helmet done. That's what it looks like to me. It, it, it's I, really I, a look. To me too. And it's funny you say that. That's why I'm wearing camo pants. I saw the same thing. That, that's the combination <laughs> I saw too. I agree <laughs> with you. And, and, and again, styles upon styles upon styles is what I have. But in all honesty though, um, I'm looking forward to tonight's game, big game. Daughters flying into happy birthday to my nephew Q, who Quincy's birthday nine today. today. So he he we he's excited. He opened some presents. You know what I mean. He you know he's excited, and he said he wanted to go to Dallas Barbecue for dinner tonight. Anyone who works knows New York City is Dallas Barbecue is like a franchise, kind of like a fast food. Like it's low quality food. And me and my wife spent about a half an hour looking up other barbecue spots that we can take him to, <laughs> reminding him about the the crab legs that they got, reminding him about you know the the hibachi spots. And he says, "No, Dad, we're going to Dallas Barbecue." And I was like, "All right, I guess we're going to Dallas Barbecue then." So that's Love what we're it. doing for the Q-Men. 
Don't let him change your mind, Q. Stand on the table. It's your birthday. Yeah, he was not. He was not budging. We were googling stuff, showing him pictures of dishes <laughs> from other restaurants, just to try anything we could do to get him off of Dallas barbecue. But no, he wants to go to Dallas barbecue. Nah, so we're going to Dallas barbecue. Frank Sinatra. He's doing it his way on his birthday. So oh yeah, happy he's doing it his way. So you I'm got Mariah. Have a birthday gift for him. Crazy Small Mariah coming up to represent. But I gotta also acknowledge. Mariah and Gracie Rose are flying in from Atlanta to go to game three. That's amazing. The one thing about working the finals for 20 consecutive years and 10 consecutive years for the NBA finals, they've become Golden State Warrior fans like so many other young people because of the rise of Steph Curry over the last 10 or 15 years. And so they've gotten a chance to actually attend the game each time that the Warriors have been in the finals. And I look back at a picture of them, and as you probably are doing on Q's birthday, when when your daughter's 15 turning 16, and you look back at a picture when she was seven turning eight, it looks way different. Mm. You know what I mean? When your daughter's 21 turning 22, and you look pictures at her when she looked 15, like it looked way different. You know what I mean? So I appreciate the growth and I appreciate our kids for continuing to grow and to flourish. You're going to spend some quality time with Q and then I'll see you see you in Boston on Friday and I'll be spending quality time with them at the game today. You said something during the television portion that I disagree with. You said that you believe the Celtics are going to win game three. Why do you feel that way? They'll just play with more force. Um, they, they were on their heels a lot looking at the refs a lot. And before people were talking about Draymond Green and the physicality that he brought to game two, at halftime, I talked about the Celtics looking at the refs too much. Mm. Like, and Grant Williams in particular. Like, like, like seriously, if I'm his coach, I tell him, and this is where E-May's struggling, right? See, as, a, as somebody who didn't play or somebody that is not your game, you can't now tell Grant Williams to get out of who he is to try to be the enforcer and agitator for the Boston Celtics. You see what I'm saying? So yeah. that's why E-May said, if that's what you do. And who he's really talking to is Al Horford and Marcus Smart. That, that's who he's talking to. Because that's what they should do. And there's a distinct difference in Al Horford's game one and game two performances on both ends of the floor. And Marcus yep. Smart, he struggled offensively. He only had two points. Two points. So I expect both of those guys to just play with more force. And I'm going to be watching the injury of Robert Williams the third. Yeah. Like, he's a player, if you look back at the log of this year's playoffs, Usually you don't see a player miss a game, play a game, miss a game, play two Mm -hmm. games, miss two games. Like, he's really injured. And I applaud him for playing, but he's limping. And I I wonder if these couple of days and rehabilitation and when you go in that NBA locker room and you got an injury, it's almost like I do to a bump. They do some stuff to you and you all of a sudden feel a lot better when it's time to play a game. They got some medicine. They got some shots. They can, they got some stuff they'll give you. 
You I see guys walking down. like Fred Sanford coming to the game. I did it. You see an NBA player in his nine-game day walking like he's 80 years old. You're like, how did he just play? Uh, he scored 35. Yeah. <laughs> right? You see Marcus Smart the game before Miami? He showed up looking like Romy Rome the game he didn't play. <laughs> the silk band, And then the he silk walked pink. out there had like 20-plus points. So, uh... I just expect the Celtics to play with more force, and I expect Jason Tatum to have a four-quarter offensive game. He needs I've one. seen him have good quarters. I've seen him have good halves. I've seen him have good fourth quarters earlier in the series. I think he has one tonight as well. When you listen to people talk about the series, there's so much discussion about who's covering who. But like with these two defenses, the number one and number two defenses, they just end up switching all the time anyway. So it's really just like, who are you going to cover for the first four seconds of the possession? Because like the Celtics are doing off-ball switches. They're doing on-ball switches. It's just like, it really is becoming like a switch thing. And there was a lot more pick and roll with Steph Curry than usual, trying to get him into certain matchups and a lot less of him just like cutting from one side and double screens and, and all the stuff that he does off the ball. Do you expect them to continue to, to run pick and roll or do you expect them to go back to their more sort of open motion offense? I anticipate since the Celtics are going to play with more force and nobody does a better job in this year's playoffs of contesting shots than Al Horford. If you see a couple of those threes that Steph made, they were pretty tightly contested. Mm-hmm. Now it's those un—it's it, those ones where he's naked that you can't allow. Like, and no, those normally happens after a turnover. That's why I say you gotta keep the turnovers down, because yes, the Warriors want to play a frenetic pace, half course wise, and use a lot of motion, but that usually happens when teams aren't switching as much as the Celtics are going to switch. They force you to now ISO. That That's the goal. So now if you're going to force step to ISO, what you have to do is you got to make sure that you're not running them off the free throw line. And when you're playing defense and you're Al Horford, you're Grant Williams, you're Jalen Brown, you got to always think his between the leg, his in and out, his killer crossover, whatever move he's doing, it's because he's made more threes in the regular season, playoffs, and finals than any player ever. He wants to shoot that three ball. Mm-hmm. He wants to shoot that three ball. So you got to stay disciplined. You can't, like, when he does a move, you can't back up. You, you got to stay Al? up on the line. Yeah, remember Al at the top of the keys, what you're talking about. He kind of got Al pretty good <laughs> with a little hezzy and then across, and then Al just kind of opened his hips and thought he was going to the basket. Correct. And then whoops, there Correct. he goes. Correct, then his lights out, baby. Yeah. <laughs> yep. And by the way, people talk so much about the greatness of Steph Curry shooting. Let me tell you guys, listen up right now. Let, everybody's going to tell you that Steph the greatest shooter of all time. But I'm going to actually tell you what makes him different to validate that statement. He ain't the first person to shoot threes really well, even at a 40% clip. He ain't the first person. I don't think he, his brother has a better shooting percentage from three than he does, for those that don't know. True story. So what makes Steph actually different? Number one, the accuracy along with the volume Reggie Miller probably shot 16 threes in a game once in his Mm. 20-year career or so. One time. 
Steph might shoot 16 threes in the first half tonight. That that right. just hit that that's that's what's different. The second thing, unlimited range. When you watch Larry Bird, Ray Allen, uh, previous great three-point shooters at the three-point line. Maybe one or two steps behind the three-point line. Not dribbling across half court, pulling up from the hash mark, knowing that it's good. Or not shooting from half court and knowing that you should contest that because if he make it, your coach is going to say, why wouldn't you contesting it? You see what I mean? That's the second thing. The third thing that separates him from those other three guys I've mentioned, Reggie, Larry, and Ray Allen, his handle. Yep. He gets unassisted threes because of his handle. So all of those things are what make Steph different and quote unquote better than the guys I mentioned. It's because he's put those three aspects together better than anyone in the history of the game. In the floater, in the layup finishing package, like he, you know, he can, uh, it's not just, he's not just a three point shooter. You know what I mean? He's, he's not Steve Novak. You know, <laughs> he's got, he's got the full package. And Jalen, one thing we haven't really seen is the, the production that they need offensively from the Celtics from Marcus Smart. You know, he's, he's made a couple passes. Uh, he hit some threes in game one, but he was really just sort of non-existent in game two. How can they get him going? I think a, a lot of Smart's offense in this series, Jacoby, is going to come as a spot-up shooter, kind of like we saw in game one. It's going to come off of the defense that he creates. One of the things people underestimate about Jimmy Butler is he works the game. If he has 40, it's gonna be a couple of threes maybe, a lot of free throws, mid-range, layups. But he leads the league, Jimmy Butler, this year's playoffs in points off of turnovers. Jimmy Butler gets a lot of steals that he converts himself into layups. Or someone else gets a deflection, then a steal, and he does a great job of being the run-out guy. That's who Marcus Smart has to also be in this series. He has to take, like the Warriors did in game two with their 15 steals. If the Celtics get 15 steals, that means Marcus Smart has four of them. That means he has possession, open floor, a chance to transition to make a play for himself or his teammates. And so that's what I anticipate if he's going to get going when he gets going offensively. Jalen, something you and I have in common, losing AirPods, okay? I've been, I'm, I'm in a deep, long, long-term relationship with this current AirPod that I got. I've had this one for like six months. Josh Hart has lost about 15, over 15 pairs of AirPods. How many have you lost? More than that. <laughs> really? <laughs> like, I, I thought you was going to say a, a larger number, to be really? honest with you. Really? I, when the EarPods, you talking about since EarPods came out? Yeah. Uh, wait, I've lost 15 pairs this year. Let me tell you, let me show you something that's no cap. Right now, I'm, I have one EarPod that I've been rocking the last two days. 
because mm -hmm. I lost one of them. Look at this. <laughs> I see it. I have the other pair that I just bought. Second pair. The second pair. Oh, I left it in the room. That I oh, do I got them? Nope. I bought. I got a second pair that I need to sync today. Okay. And let me tell you the ways that they get lost. All right, I'm listening. Things like being in an Uber and one of them fall out my ear and it gets between the chair and I can't get it. This has happened to me on an airplane also. Fall asleep with them in my ear. Nice little first class bucket seat. All of a sudden, see the ear pod, but I can't get it. I need it. I'm mm. trying to scoop it with a pen. I'm trying to scoop it. Oh, I, I know can't that move. Yeah, 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 yeah. You know what I'm saying? I can't get it. You know what I mean? That has happened. Um, when you move, they fall out of your ear. So I've had mm -hmm. that happen a couple of times where I like I'm on the street and it just fall out when I'm crossing the street and traffic coming. I can't go back to like try to pick it up or something like that. Um, I was in Vegas for the Anita Baker concert. Um, as you know, carrying two phones, I always carry two ear pods. So I go to the crap table just to just 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 to start warming up. Getting ready for the summer, <laughs> to making sure my up. player card was active. You know what I'm saying? Played MGM a little bit, cash card. out of my pocket. Didn't even go and didn't even go to the to the table for no cash. Just played a little cash just to warm it up, <laughs> and left my ear pods there. Oh. You know what I'm saying? How many? Have you, um, how many have you gone through? How many for real? Double your whole that. life. Double that. Double that. Thirty. 30 yeah, pairs of AirPods? Yeah, I really thought, I thought 15 was excessive. I thought 15 was crazy. Like, yeah. there are people like tweeting about it, retweeting it, talking about it. It's like a little blog post news story about AirPods with Josh Hart and Jalen Rose saying he's doubled that. 30 AirPods you've lost. 30 Anybody pairs. Anybody that's listened to this show that has heard me talk about AirPods have heard me talk about that. This, this just within the last X amount oh. of, this is <laughs> he's 15 got the right here. He's got the receipts. That, that's 15 right there. You know Every time, this is how Jalen answers and the phone. And this is a new phone, as you know. This is how Jalen answers the phone. So you, you, it's ring, 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 and then the numbers start going, the clock starts ticking, right? And then there's a good, <laughs> like, 20-second pause while he has to connect his AirPods, find his AirPods, get them get them in his ear, get them connected. So, like, you can be on the phone with Jalen Rose for about 21, 22 seconds, and then he's like, hello, or what's up, family? You know? <laughs> <laughs> like, he's got to wait. There's, like, a transition phase where he's got to find the AirPods, get them connected, put them in his ear. Like, like you'll be on the phone for half a minute before he even says hello. That's, that's most of the time. Most of the time. That is hilarious in all facts. That's funny. We always say we give the people what they want. Well, first of all, we got to give a shout out to one of our sponsors. We love our sponsors. We love our sponsors because one of our sponsors is CarMax. They're innovating the way it is to buy and sell cars. You can shop online and on the lot with home delivery in select markets. And Jalen Rose, you're getting off a plane. With the, with the crazy bonnet on. I don't even know where you got the bonnet. I don't want to know where you got the bonnet. But you always get it done. You know, off the red eye, straight to the studio. No days the off. The ones no who get it done off. is brought every to you by Granger. For the ones no who get it done, Granger off. offers supplies and solutions for every industry backed by 24-7 support and access to product specialists. Call, click Granger.com or stop by one of their many 
physical locations. Jalen Anthony and Rose, we always say we give the people what they want. So, we need to hear from the people. Friday, this Friday, we're doing an all-podcast-exclusive, all-voicemail show. Love it. So call Love us right it. now. What is the number that you learned about four years ago, after six years? 985-80-J-A-L-E-N. Leave us a voicemail. We appreciate the love and support since day one. 9580-Jalen leaves a voicemail. We'll put it on the show just like this. Oh, what's up, y'all? This is Sean, long-time listener, first-time caller out of the Bay Area. First of all, shout-out Reg and the whole production staff, fellow pod listeners, and, of course, y'all, too. So I'm calling in with two questions. First is a basketball question. Which team do y'all expect to win the endurance battle if the series goes seven? Um, I love the young athletes versus the vet the skilled vets matchup of this and then the second question is um about y'all's habits for like rewarding yourselves you know just as individuals for a job well done big or small all right thanks again um also shout out fellow small time jrla supporters peace thank you for the love oh first of all and how could someone support jalen rose leadership academy if they want to get involved I need to do a better job of being a spokesman for the work that we're doing at JRLA. Even David Jacoby, my brother, may not realize. This is our 11th school year. We're completing our 11th school year, and our graduation is this Saturday. Oh, I, I got the invite. I try to make it work. Got too much going on. Yeah, and you who do. Else is making it? So I know that the yeah, game three is on Friday night. Game four... No, game four is on Friday night in Boston. Game five is a couple days after that in Oakland. And Jalen Rose is just making a time, making, out of the busy final schedule. Busy final schedule, stopping every in Detroit year. to watch the every scholars year. Every year. walk across the stage. And, 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 and the thing is, not jrladetroit.com for support. I appreciate the continued support. I, I love and appreciate our scholars and our staff and all of the people that have bread their time their energy their money their advice their 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 tutoring their internships anything to support jrla because we're open enrollment we're tuition free we're public charter and so writing or raising everything that we have is extremely important and now my goal is to build us a new facility i took over an elementary school converted into a high school which means that we have a middle school gym so after 10 basketball seasons, our squad has never played a home game. That's unacceptable. Mm. That's unacceptable. And so now I'm in the market to try to raise $10 million to not only bring a state-of-the-art facility to JRLA, but to the northwest side of Detroit. So many times when people support Detroit, is different pockets of Detroit that it doesn't necessarily quote-unquote filter to the hood. This would be a community hub for all things. I remember during the pandemic, we fed families. I remember when it was time to vote, we're gonna be a voting site. We opened up the site for people to get shots during the pandemic, vaccination shots. And so it's a community labor of love. I'm so very honored to be the founder. And also my co-founder, Michael Carter, doesn't happen without him and his wife, Pam but now it's time to take it to the next level. 
So the the, the donors, the, the, the donations that we get are much needed and appreciated. And those seven figure potential donors, in particular those that I see you on social media or I have you in my phone, I'm about to come back to you. Because, you know, it's important for us to see this thing through. And our graduation is Saturday and it's always an emotional time. So thanks a lot for the call. Thanks a lot for the acknowledgement and the support. I was lucky enough to go to one of the graduations and um, I was so not just impressed by the scholars that graduated, but all the people in the stands, all the, the cousins and fathers and, and mothers and aunties that, that were there on that journey with them. It's a joyous occasion. Anyone should support Jalen Rose Leadership Academy at jrladetroit.com. Now his question about the endurance battle of a game seven in Oakland. I expect to see it and I expect the Warriors to win it in the Bay. Who do you, Deshaun wants to know who would win a game seven in this series? I think the Warriors in seven also, and here's for a different reason. Like people tell you about what experience means for a team that's won three championships and been to six finals in eight years versus a team who none of their players have gotten to the finals. They're there, there's one thing in particular that happened in game two. Well, what are two things for the Celtics during this journey that just told me that they're a great team, but they won't win it this year? One, that? when they didn't close out the Heat in six. Mm. I like I, no Kyle No one expected Lowry. that to happen. No one expected like that to Kyle happen. I like Kyle Lowry. And he was doing the best he can out there, but he didn't look in the best physical condition. He was clearly injured and hobbled. And for him to find ways to like throw his body around with blocks and charges and like get layups and like score the ball and like and an and undrafted backcourt a lot of times in Struess and Vincent, I felt like the Celtics had a golden opportunity to close that thing out and they didn't mm. at home. That was the first thing. The second thing is Eme shouldn't have had to say that after game two. Mm. And here's one play that points to that more than any. Jalen Brown falls on the ground after Draymond Green fouls him for shooting a three. Marcus Smart comes over to the altercation. He's holding back Draymond. So what does that say to you? That says to me that he's not going to do that again, but it already happened. So it says to me that th it says to me that that's his first time on this stage, and he forgot that that was the enemy. Mm. That's what it says to me, and I believe, even though the Golden State Warriors are an older bunch, I think that experience. In moments like I just described just shows me that as somebody that stood on the table when people were foolishly talking about trading Brown and Tatum to not do so, I think uh, it's a great feat for them to make it to the finals and it's going to be awesome if it's a long series. But the Golden State Warriors in game seven on their home floor, that would be my choice. That'd be my choice as well. Sean, thank you so much for the call. We got time for one more voicemail again. We're going to have an all voicemail show on Friday. So make sure you call 9580-JALEN and leave us a voicemail. We'll put it on the show just like this. 
first and foremost, shout out, Reg. Um, what up, Jalen? What up, Jacoby? This is your boy, Legend, from Virginia. The guy you sent a hoodie to, so I appreciate that. I still rock it. Um, quick question. My wife is going to Jamaica uh, <laughs> next week with her mother for five days, her mother and her sister. And I want to know what you guys think I should do for those five days when I got the house to myself. Uh, keep getting them checks, keep giving people what they want. Jalen, legend in Virginia, a hoodie-wearing member of the Jalen and Jacoby family. I just want to tell everybody what a man, what kind of person Jalen Rose is. He <laughs> took money out of his own pocket. His own pocket. His own pocket. ESPN wasn't making any hoodies. Took money out of his own pocket. Bought a bunch of hoodies. Made sure that, that got people's addresses. Put, wrote out the labels. Mailed the hoodies to the people. All with his own hands. Give the people money. what they want. No, I told I, I ordered too many JRLA cardigans and I got these I two addresses. Know. It took me I like a know. month and a half to send them though. I'm lazy. I don't I don't I don't have the I don't have the effort and the love and the passion and to give the people what they want like you do. That with this legend of Virginia is walking around with a J and J hoodie that you put in the package and wrote out the label to. So big shout to you, Jalen Rose. But he wants to know what he should do with his five days with the house all to himself. Our last caller asked this, and I'll add it to this call. The, the previous caller asked, what do we do to celebrate ourselves, salute ourselves, spoil ourselves, you know, to thank ourselves, to show gratitude to ourselves. And I'm not gonna say anything sexual. Don't. I wish we had a, that's supposed to got a rim don't. shot right there. Just don't, don't. Um, but 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 in all honesty, I would say always remember when you're on an airplane, they tell you to secure your mask first. And what ends up happening throughout our day, how we eat, i.e. our job becomes the most important thing besides the family. And then making sure the family, along with all, first and foremost, always making sure the family's taken care of, whatever family responsibility that is. Mm -hmm. Looking out for your parents or vice versa, looking out for your kids, looking out for your mate, looking out for your family, looking out for your friends. If you look down at your phone right now, it's a series of texts of people that really want your time, energy, or money. All of us have that. So what you have to learn to do is compartmentalize that. So like for me today, from like, uh, what time did I designate today? I'm gonna do. I gotta. I'm gonna do. I need to do my intros and outros for Tina Knowles episode. That's gonna re be er uh, released tomorrow. On Renaissance man. Tina Knowles Lawson, the mother of Beyonce, and Solange, who gets mentioned in a lot of rap records. I, I would say um, today I'm gonna between one and like three. That's me time. Yeah, you gotta schedule it. You That's mean you me got the time. same thing? Every so the minute of my day is is is, is, is packed. Pa every so minute is accounted for. The first advice I'm gonna give you is schedule your me time. Mm -hmm. And you think you don't have the time, right? But let me teach you something. When you reply to a text, ask yourself: Would it matter if I reply to this text at 12 or three? It's almost like we do this show. We always tell ourselves. 
if this is a topic we could talk about tomorrow or next week or next year, we're not going to talk about it. it. Did we say the words NFL on the show today? No. Because we're not going to force topics. They don't have a meaningful game until September. We're talented enough and with so much content out there that we don't need to. People want to hear what's current. So schedule your me time. You think you don't have it? It may be 30 minutes. And your me time should consist of this one thing. Not being on the phone or your computer. Mm-hmm. So this one not thing being I, on the phone or your computer. I, I can't never do turn it for off. two hours on a weekday, but I can do it for 30 minutes to an hour. Every Sunday, they, my phone tells me how much time I'm spending a day on my phone, right? It's like six hours. You know what I mean? It's a lot. And that's when I, during the pandemic, I started reading books. You know, I've been tearing books up. I'm reading the Night Angel trilogy right now. It is fantastic. Magic Assassins, Jalen. A lot going down. But that's, that's, that's one of my advices. Just get off your phone. You know what I mean? Like you said, Jaylen, get, off, get off your phone. You can't just be on your phone all the time. And keep the notifications on every Sunday to tell you how long you've been on your phone because you've got to get off your phone. But make sure you use your phone to listen to Jalen and Jacoby every single day because we love our podcast listeners. Call 9580-JALEN. Leave us a voicemail. We'll put it on the show. We have an all-voicemail show on Friday. We will be back tomorrow to discuss Game 3 action from tonight. Why is that, Jalen Rose? We're not done. We're not done. Like the Blastmaster, KRS-One, once famously said into a microphone, we are not done.